0: 8 to 10 pm, the viewpoint with Asraf Garda. The viewpoint with Asraf Garda.
1: Tell so you what, one hour with, <clears throat> with our big hitter was like uh, a 60 second sprint. I wish we had two hours. There's so much more we could. We didn't even get into fees. Must for my apologies for all that and what that really means. But and and maybe just mathematics, which is really her her speciality. Okay, I tell you what, one of the days, if not now, certainly in the new year, we will talk to her about mathematics specifically. Just not enough time. But so much came through from that. We'll have a podcast up of that tomorrow morning, nine o'clock. You can check it up uh, on SaFM. .co.za. Uh, well, let's move on. You know, she tweeted, that's Professor Ramamukheti uh tweeting that it's not just a certificate. You need to make sure that you get an education. Uh, but she made the point on air, no reference whatsoever to the, the DA's chief whip, John Stienhaisen. Now, let's get to our big picture, which is about that. Okay, you may have followed that story. The uh, DA chief whip does not have a degree uh, he's got him a trick, but but he's in a key position as the chief whip, which means he understands, he, he manages the rules of how his party engages, okay? Now, there's been a debate, and it's come from the DA themselves, to say they would prefer, they would want uh, degreed people only um, to be in that position. Now, that that's a private party discussion, okay, which they can have. Uh, and if they pass it through, it will probably mean someone like John Hazen would not have a job, not have this job anyway. But that's one thing. The broader discussion, and this is really where I want to take it, to a broader level, not to a DA level, really speaking. So is there a need for our political leaders to have a post-metric qualification? Do they need to be qualifying those that are as MPs, those that are taking up positions like chief whips, which need to understand parliamentary rules or speakers, those that are cabinet ministers, those that are presidents as well? Do they need to have a tertiary qualification or not? Why? And whatever your answer is, you tell me why that's important. And maybe give me some examples of why whichever has worked and who has bucked the trend around all of that. So is there a need for political leaders to have a post-matric qualification? But just think about in the context of all of that the issue of what actually is education. Well, Terry Oakley-Smith is with us. She is the director of Diversity, we'll get to her in just a moment. So, what about you giving us your thoughts? 207. You can call in right away, um, and then you can SMS us as well 40938. And if you can, if you wish to do a voice note, that's cool too. Uh, here's the WhatsApp voice note number 0614. One zero four, one zero seven, oh six, one four, one zero four, one zero seven. If I left anything out, you can tweet us hashtag SFM Viewpoint. Tag me Ashraf Ganda. You can also tag um, SFM Radio, and you'll pick up Terry Smith's uh, Twitter handle as well, because we'll certainly do that. We'll connect with her and with you in a moment. Here's the big question, really, and the big picture: trying to understand this. Our MPs, our representatives in Parliament, what is the minimum level of qualification they need to have to serve? In Parliament. That's really the bottom line. You tell me.
0: So, you've reached a T junction on the road. You can go left or right. Within 32 days after receiving an auto traffic fine, you can pay the fine and get a 50% discount, pay in installments if applicable, nominate the driver responsible, make a representation, or elect to be tried in court. To learn more about the Administrative Adjudication of Road Traffic Offenses Act and your rights and options as a motorist, go to rtia.co.za. Change the way South Africa drives. RTIA, giving you peace of mind on the road. If you're active on social media and love SAFM, we hope you'll take a moment to like or follow our SAFM page on Facebook and Twitter. These are the best places to find all the guest information, conversations and stories you love from your favorite presenters along with regular updates from SABC News. And don't forget, you can send your questions to feedback at safm.co.za. S F M leading the conversation <laughs> Call S F M right now on 0891 104 207
1: So here's the question what's the minimum qualification our political leaders need to have to serve our country and that's whether they in parliament or even outside of parliament you tell me what do you think uh, Zunzo from Claremont you're on the air hello Yes, you're, you're on the air, and thank you for calling in. Go ahead. Yes. Is, is that Claremont in Johannesburg or Claremont in, in Cape Town?
2: No, I think uh, they, they, the MPs should get the social education because uh, nowadays the system has changed as all. Well. Because uh, you see that uh, the previous uh, former president, Jacob Zuma, was mm. uneducated, but he became the president. And now ten years, and now they are reflecting that it does not hold a post-metric uh, certificate. And you see that this is a, a crisis. We should get young, uh, educated youth to to be proper representatives to represent us, not the old ones from the apartheid uh, time, because you see that in many uh, governing party representatives are old. And they do not have a metric, but they do occupy these positions of being ministers, cabinet ministers, Okay, So, so,
1: so, so you saying that they must they must have a post-metric qualification to to be in parliament? Is that right?
2: Yes, I, uh, yes, I think so.
1: Why why do you think that's important? It is important because it's. At at the
2: university, you, you study, right? You study uh, like in a theory. So you, you get an expect of many things written down by people who have experience. So basically, on the particular field, you are in like political science. If you want to be a politician or a public representative or the office area, you're supposed to have this theory political science and uh, a degree for four years in order to and get the, the additional experience in you know, order to occupy uh, uh, the knowledge, theory, and practical. That's why they've been... But, but my question
1: is, and this is the important one, is that having a qualification I think is fantastic and, 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 it, and it suggests that you are able to be disciplined to to develop a skill set. But having a qualification is no guarantee of being an effective leader. If that's the case, then many of the apartheid leaders were all very very qualified, doesn't mean they were effective leaders. They effectively delivered for twelve percent of the country. So you you get what I'm saying.
2: Yes, I get what you, I get your point. They they have uh, like they were um, they were taught like in 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 a tortured way to be leaders because they were underground. In uh, when you you see that uh, they was they were those who. Would, who oh, the office from, maybe from 1970s, so like Mutsalese to Mutsalese um, um, have a degree, the lead of uh, IP.
1: Yeah, okay. So you're saying, you're saying no, let's get to, you're saying they actually must have a degree of sorts. Thank you for that call. What about, what about you, the person from Cape Town, you the person from Johannesburg, from Tata? From other parts of the country, from Durban, do you have a different view to all of that? Do you have the view? So let's get this right at this point in time. What's the position right now? The position is, my understanding, you can be an elected official, and that's MPs are elected, and you don't there's there's no qualification issue. This is my understanding. If, however, uh, and that goes all the way to the presidency. On the other hand, if you are serving. In one of the departments, like a DG or a deputy DG, that means the technocrats who actually run the offices. They are not elected. They are appointed. There's a contract for them. They need to meet a certain qualification requirement. The rest of the MPs and the cabinet ministers, the qualification they need to meet is they need to be elected. That's it. They need to be elected by a constituency. If a constituency elects them, they're in. Now, would you want to change that? And if you change that to what, to what level um, do you think you need that tertiary education? How is that going to change things? And I'm making the point there are some thoroughly educated people who often lead very poorly, but there are some uneducated people who also lead poorly. But in both instances, many of them also lead very, very well as well. So is there a, you know, what would be the message that we're trying to send out if we're saying there must be a minimum requirement, and if we if we talk about that minimum requirement, um, do we extend that to people in parliament, or do we say it's parliament, but also if they are part of political parties? Meaning, uh, for example, I'm just noting now that Ahang has put out their election plans or manifesto for the for the upcoming election. So, if you're part of Ahang. Um, and you're one of the leaders or you're one of, the, uh, one of the backroom staff and you're part of that grouping, do you also need to have a certain minimum qualification or not to be participating? Not necessarily going into parliament, just to participate, you tell me. William from the Free State, you're on the air, hello. William, turn your radio off so we don't get feedback, but other than that, you're you're live on the air. Go ahead.
3: Okay, Ashraf, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not going to be long, but I've got a, a view on, on this point, uh, Ashraf. What about Robert Mugabe? That man had 12 degrees, and he was a leader of Zimbabwe. And look what happened to the whole country, the whole nation, all the millions of people suffering up to now. So... What I'm saying that uh, uh, um, uh, the, uh, the, the qualification does not matter because it doesn't as long as somebody is able to serve people and do what the people want.
1: Okay, well, I, I also made not just Robert Mugabe, most of the apartheid leaders all had qualifications, okay? And yes. I'm just making that point. Thanks for that. So, so yes. William, your solution would then be what?
3: Yeah, I think the solution the solution is, should be that people if they're elected it doesn't matter as long as they've got the skills of how to address people and how to help people from the committee level. then as long as they, they should be taken to the, the to parliament. Of course the the the, the, the people must endeavour first to, to, to be able to read policies and to implement policies. Okay. Because they need a lot of reading. But it should not be a criteria, the main, main criteria that should, should, should be used. So must have degree or certification.
1: Okay, got that. That's your view. Uh, we'll connect. Let's get to Lloyd now. Lloyd, uh, do I have you there from the Western? Okay, Lloyd, we'll get to you just now. Mr. Malambo, you're on the air. Hello. Uh, wait, let me do that. Mr. Malambo, you're on the air. Hello. Okay, hello. How are you, Asha? I'm, I'm good indeed. What's your What's your thoughts on this?
4: Oh, my thought is a person who should list must have an I.I.Q. When I mean an I.I.Q., even though you never went to school, you must be flexible. Because now there's something which has been said there to say there's a person who is the most well, I mean, the most educated president in Africa or in the world is Mugabe with 17 degrees. Mm. But still, I mean, he can when you go there. There's no, any, there's no agricultural ecology. So we need a person who is selected by the people, a person who is like Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, you may not have a degree, but is a people's person like Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. He knows how to work for the people.
1: So she'd be disqualified. If we, if we went for the tertiary route, she would be disqualified, right?
4: No, no, no. A person should be able to I mean, a person who is flexible, you should learn in the course. You can learn on your own, but you must have an I I mean, a high IQ. We do have our the the former president. I mean I mean who is I mean a tabum I mean a, 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 a mm. who who are saying okay, right, I mean <laughs> I mean about about the controversial issue of AIDS, but he is educated. But now, let's come. We need a person who knows how to work with people. That person, then he understands the issues to be solved. Because education is a bonus. Education, really, we need... Like, let's go to Sarama Shango. Sarama Shango is a very good artist. She can do this and that. But now we do have people who are at the university who cannot do what Sarama Shango is doing. Okay. So now we need the people who have all oh, oh, that creative mind. So you're saying IQ, right? Yeah, leaders. Leaders. Sometimes leaders are not made. Okay. Leaders are just born.
1: Talent. Okay, got that. Someone said uh, that, yeah, the problem with Mugabe having so many degrees, he had so much time to get the degrees, he had no time to run the country. I'm not saying that. That's one of the thoughts I've heard. Tabo, uh, let me see if I can connect with Tabo. No, I think Lloyd's okay. I'm just checking with Benzito whether we can say Lloyd. Lloyd, do I have you there? Uh, Lloyd, hello. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Thank you, right. What's your take on this, Lloyd? Yeah, right. I, I think education level have got nothing to
3: do with the leadership. That's the truth. Just like you can see, it's just like getting rich. You can never be school and be the richest and those who are the most educated and they remain poor. So in other ways, education has got nothing to do with leadership. Those are two things. If you go to school, you become intelligent. But wisdom, you can't get wisdom in school through learning. And all these degreed persons, you know, they are passing with 51%, 52%, and you can get a degree. It doesn't mean you're intelligent if you've got a degree. There are some people who are more wiser, who are more intelligent. We had never had access to go to school. So to be honest enough, that certain guy is very intelligent. He has got everything. He has got the wisdom to to control more than all these we call intelligent people. So in other words, those are two separate things. We can't say to that. Those are natural born things in a person. A person can stand up and, and be able to convince people without even going to school, and provide good leadership without being going to without ever been to school.
1: So, in other words, those are two separate issues. Okay, got that. Thank Thanks. you for that. So, diversity of opinion. We're asking that question broadly. Should should elected officials have a tertiary education to represent? Well, the electorate in this case, yes. So whether they, and would that mean MPs? Would that mean cabinet ministers? Would that mean the president? What about people serving in, uh, uh, in units like, you know, DGs or various departments? Does that differ? Because those are not elected officials. And then the, the next one is, what about those that don't, they're not in parliament, but they're still part of the political machinery of political parties. Should they have a post-matric qualification as the prerequisite? If they don't have it, they're out. Is that what you'd support? Saber Jazba was a lawyer. Is on the line. Saber, good chatting to you. Hello.
5: Uh, a fantastic topic. I think is very, very, uh, very, very uh, germane. Thank you. to our political uh, our political discussion.
1: Okay, go ahead. Give me your take on it.
5: Well, I don't believe academic qualification equates to a a good politician. I think wisdom comes to experience and uh, that. Uh, experience is also gained in, in, in the ground. So, therefore, if you're looking at academia, I think it's more bourgeois and it's more uh, aristocratic and unacceptable to me. Whether Robert Mugabe at 18 or 19 degrees does not make him the best politician in the world, I think uh, the, the, man, the man in the street uh, who, who knows the powers of the politics uh, of the country, he makes a better politician. So, therefore, with respect... I don't accept academic. I don't accept mm. uh, any experience. Well, what's work. the
1: what's the global norm? I mean, uh, Saber, you're, you're a legal person. I think you you study a lot of that type of thing in the world. What's what's the norm in, in other countries?
5: United Kingdom, Winston Churchill, for example, I mean, he has 76 education, if I, if I remember very carefully. Mm. Yeah, he became one of the greatest statesmen in the world, and his wisdom is unequaled around uh, unequ- uh, unequ- uh, the world. If you look at uh, people like, uh, uh, not Gandhi, but uh, somebody in Turkey, one of the Turkish listeners, that's his name. He was also with minimum qualification, but he became a great leader that led uh, Turkey out of a, 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 a morass. So I'm talking of Erdogan, for example. So... You don't need qualifications. You don't need academia. You need to know the pulse of the country. You know you need to be appreciated in heart, in your soul.
1: And, and bringing it back to South Africa, I mean, your thoughts about the qualified, uh, apartheid South African leaders versus the qualified and the unqualified, uh, democratic South African leaders. How have they performed? Well, if you
5: look at... your your qualified leaders, I'm talking about your your academic leaders. I think uh, if I I use Tatabo Mbeki as as a norm, Mm. I think he he, he, he stands as exceptional. Other than that, if you compare him to let's say a, a politically qualified person and i hate using his words like jacob zuma i mean jacob zuma other than his corruption uh, scandal etc would, would have made an exceptionally good leader because he had the pulse of the people uh, down on the ground you know people call mm. him uh, among mm. other names they call him a goat herder and, and i think that's a, that's a very good appellation because jacob zuma knew the people the pulse so therefore if you look at academic qualification versus wisdom in the ground. I say I I, I, I I always
1: opt for a second okay just just the last thing then to to you Sabir, in the in the context of the discussion about the DA because it's they who've actually motivated the case uh, that they that their representatives need to be qualified which just by the way has now put someone like Johan, um, John John Hazen rather in the spotlight what, what are your thoughts about them as a party holding themselves to higher standards?
5: Well, poor John, he's foisting his own petard. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think their the, the standards um, are more aristocratic, as I told you. I don't accept the fact that you need to have an academic qualification. You're quite right, you point out. If you are running a, a department uh, as a DG, then, of course, you need, you need skills in economics and you need skills in, in various management skills. Other than that, being a politician, you need to have common sense. You don't need an academic qualification for that. Simple, pure, brutal, common sense, what the people need. I think that is what we should be talking about. And,
1: and part of common sense would be, would be empathy, isn't it, in terms of understanding grassroots, right?
5: Absolutely, down the ground. Uh, you, you've got to know exactly the pulse of people, grassroots level, uh, uh, looking up.
1: Okay, Sabir so Jasmine, legal person, thank you for your contribution. Fascinating to hear your views on that. Uh, more thoughts on, on this issue? 89 oh, 104 one, oh, So oh, seven, seven. it's very much your thoughts talking to me on is there a need for our political leaders to have post-matric qualifications to be elected at, at any level, uh, from MP to all the way up? Uh, KGM, in a moment. Tabang, let's get your thoughts. Hi. Hello, right. Ta- Tabang, yes, you're on the air. Hello.
3: Yes, yeah, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. It's a pleasure. Uh I, I, I would say education is good. On the other side I would say no. Especially on the leadership side. We only need brains, not education. Then what? as a leader, you will have your your people that work for you, maybe just in case if you want to sell them uh to other countries and stuff, so that they engage well. Maybe I can make an example about your previous leader, the CEO, uh, Mr. Saudi. Mm. I, I mean, like, uh, he was heated because he doesn't have uh, the metric. But let me give you an example. He was a good organizer because he knows uh, the broadcasting. And he, he, that was his craft. But for the sake of maybe, uh, you know, I don't know politically, he must be removed or whatever. Well, I don't what know. Is, Look, it's it's a bit futile
1: yeah. to go down that road accepting to say that when you say he's a good leader. One thing I can say, we wouldn't be in the problem that we would be right now with SABC and it's all public knowledge. So how do you then gauge that that leader? Uh, thanks for that call, uh, Tabang. But he did say that you don't need to be educated. You need to have brains. Now, whether is there a difference between having brains... And and being educated compared to those who have said you need to have wisdom and others have spoken about the need to have empathy uh, and you need to have leadership qualities. And uh, interestingly enough, nobody's really saying that you need to have all five of these things, that if you don't have one of the five, you're in trouble. But I also want to emphasise the point. There are many people in Parliament who are effectively backbenchers who will never be even known to us amongst the three four hundred people as MPs. But they all represent important constituencies. Do they actually need a post-matric qualification? And how does that fit in with the with the South African developing nation scenario? KGM, okay, you, I was going to get to you. We just lost you. Call back. I'll take your call right away. John, hi. Hello. How are you? Yeah, good, John. Go ahead. Yeah.
3: Look, I think. Two things, Yeah, I think uh, education is, is, is important. For uh, for example, uh, let's look at uh, maybe issues of administration. If you think of uh, a leader in government, I mean, you got to know the systems, you know. That's what I think is important. But at the other side, let's give an example of, uh, of ANC when it was started. It has uh, intellectual or organic leaders. Who who uh, just wise people, many did not go to school anyway, but they had uh, uh, this wisdom. That according to myself is coming from uh, our ancestors. You know, our ancestors, you know, are playing a big role in terms of giving you the wisdom to say, John, you, you are giving me the responsibility to lead.
1: Okay. We seem to be, we seem to be,
3: whether you've got grade 12 or whatever. All right. Your ancestors can give you the power and then you can lead the people.
1: Okay. Power to lead. Thank you for that. Well, I'll tell you what, you you know, let's move even beyond just the education part. We've got about five minutes to go. What for you would be the three absolute must-have qualities if you want to be seen representing South Africans in parliament? I mean, for you. Put it down to three qualities and you tell me. Uh, Right, Bongi and Korsi from the Eastern Cape. Go ahead, hello. Bongi, Bongi and Korsi, hello. Hello, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. You're on the air. Go ahead. I'm good. Uh, What I want to say is that um, it is important.
2: Our leaders must have matric, but at the same time, the experience is important. Um. In a way that we need experience to 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 battle and handle some situation. But at the same time, the understanding, the knowledge is important.
1: Thank you, sir. Knowledge is important. The question is, what does knowledge mean? You see, that's another thing. It's such a loaded word, like knowledge of what? Uh, KGM, you're on the air. Hello. Good
0: evening, Ashraf. Good evening to, to your listeners. Good evening, okay. indeed. Yeah. We complicate things that are easy. Uh, It's a pity that we we don't have enough time. I was going to give you an analogy of what what I'm talking about. One, I'm a living example that the current educational system is useless. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: In a sense that, uh, you see, education is just knowledge that you gather and it should enable you. It's an enabling tool for you to be able to achieve something. Now, if you're getting information and it's just information that is useless, then that education becomes useless. There are many educated people who live in squalor, simply because the information that they have is irrelevant to what they want to achieve or it's irrelevant to their life Mm. or even to the economy, for that matter. We've got many qualified people. I mean, we've just had the global uh, economic uh, crunch where did it come from? We have all these knowledgeable people in finances. Okay, so
1: point point made they just said times against us, but I think point made that it's there's no guarantee even some of the most highly qualified. But let me academic. give you one quality yeah. that is required. Okay. Address. Go ahead. Selflessness.
0: You you for South Africa at the moment doesn't need a lot of qualities. The the basic quality that is required is selflessness. If a leader has all the qualities but do not have selflessness They will have greed, and greed
1: is killing our country as it is at the moment. That's a good point. Yeah, thank you for that uh, call, KGM. Interesting. I mean, just to give a quick religious example, uh, two of the great religious leaders that impacts on just about 80% of the world, which would be uh, Jesus and, and Muhammad both of them are largely unqualified and both of them had a massive impact uh, in terms of that sense of selflessness and ability to connect at grassroots. So there you are. There's there's more. There are many many other examples. I would think I can't think of it right now. Sifiso from Durban. Go ahead. Hello. Sifiso, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, go hello, ahead. Ashraf. To be qualified or not to be qualified? That's the question. Sifiso, you need to turn that radio off. We can't hear you.
3: Leaders are born Ashraf. They're born. They nothing
2: we can say Yes, leaders are born. And there was this guy who wrote an article about uh, Julius Malema, I think on Daily Maverick, somewhere there. Right. <laughs> yes, he said everything about leaders, and then he saw Malema as a leader. That guy was a white white guy. So I'm not going to say much. Leaders are born. There's nothing you can say. Education is something to help people to go forward.
1: Okay, got it. Got that. Thank you. Uh, Slimela from the Cape. Let me talk to you. You're on the air. Hello. Yeah, but, uh, yeah well, indeed. Go ahead. Your thoughts? Yeah, uh, my 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 view is that
3: uh, we we do not need uh, qualifications for 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 for, the, for, for our leaders uh, because now if we are saying now uh, uh, he he or she must be qualified qualified in what. Well, the qualifications are different. We have uh, qualification in accounting, qualification in PSC, qualification, uh, medical qualification. Then, if we need qualifications, what qualifications do we need? My, my point is that uh, we do not need uh, uh, qualifications, but what we need is uh, the leaders that know what must be done at what time, and then the leaders that know what the people want, and then they do what the people want. Because if you if if in, if you can be educated, if like for instance now we, we say we say uh, a those people even if you are educated, you want to write your, your speeches, and then you want again uh, uh, implement the 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 the, the 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 decisions that are, are taken by the, the the leadership. Then that's why these people they have officials, government officials that they implement uh, uh, their decisions, and then those officials they report to them uh, time timelessly. You see, so now my point is, we do not need qualifications, okay, but we need that. a leader that know what what we needs don't, to be we done and when. That.
1: Thank you for that. Let me give you my thoughts. My personal feeling is, is uh, I think the the issue of empathy and grassroots is is the critical factor. So. It's maybe advisable, and I think the technocrats that run the departments, they would need to be absolutely qualified. You can't get an auditor general who doesn't know, um, who may not be a CA, for example, who doesn't know economics and finance and auditing. I think that's a given, right? Uh, But there are many examples amongst our cabinet ministers where people have actually swapped around. So how does one move from finance to home affairs to uh, Pravin Gordon being, I think, a pharmacist, if I'm not mistaken? You know, that's happened across the board, right? I think all of them, they simply oversee their departments, and they have technocrats Said absolutely run those departments. The expertise lies there. They, they, what they, what the MPs or the what, they, what the cabinet ministers do. They provide leadership, which is a copy and paste. No matter which department, they run the country. That's also fine. Uh, ideally, you want them more qualified, but it's not a given, as we've seen. Forget about Mugabe. Let's talk about South Africa. Apart in South Africa, highly qualified. How did that convert into empathy for all South Africans? It's clearly. Didn't. Let's uh, talk about innovation, which is what we do next.